DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're joined now by Craig Bowlerjack, and he joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Sprint makes it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Bowler, good morning. David James, Patrick Kinahan. How are you? When you grow up in Kansas City, Bowler, I would expect there's a worry about tornadoes. I don't think you worried a lot about earthquakes. How do you like riding out a uh, 4.2 aftershock? You know, it was like, please, you know, not again. I mean, it rattled. uh, We're, you know, over by Brighton High School, and I I felt it. And kind of like, again, I just said earthquake. I don't know why I said it, but there was again. And it was like, come on. It's been, what, a month, five weeks, right? No, a month. A month that we've had these now, because uh, I'm trying to remember in my mind, Oklahoma City was on the 11th, and the following Wednesday was the uh, uh, was the initial earthquake. So here we are, a month later, still having these aftershocks. Is this an aftershock, anybody? Is this, or is this another quake? I think it's an aftershock, centered in Madden. An aftershock. Because yeah. another earthquake would have to be, what, higher than the original? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Sorry. Well, I think it's actually wise, and I'm going to start doing what you're doing and wearing your helmet at home at all times. <laughs> Got a safety helmet here. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's weird. It happens in the morning. It seems like most of these, or at least that's when we feel them, because we're lounging around the house, which which I'm doing quite a bit anyway. So I guess we're more uh, prone to feeling all these aftershocks. Hey, I, I was reading uh, Joe questions to Joe. Did Joe mention, or did you ask him, do they have – has he had an earthquake in Australia? Do they have? No, he wants to go home. Uh, the, you want, you yeah, they're all want, sick of the house shaking. They're done with it. They're done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I, can, I, can, I can imagine with two, two youngsters in the house, too. How do you explain that constantly? Yeah, it's really upsetting when I and the kids... You ever do an Australian accent to Joe, or then he'll just light you up on a trip, and it's better not oh, to poke the Oh, he'd light us up. No, you can't even go there. You know? Hey, Joe. <laughs> what do you know? You know, you want to, but you really have to nail it, or he'll nail you back. He's a master. He's a master. He'll get you. One way or the other. He'll get you. I always talk to him when he's warming up. You know, he carries that little, uh, you've seen it. The kind of the neon yellow green softball, and that's how he kind of you know warms up on the floor before games, and that's when T or Matt and I get a chance to talk to him the most right over by us. So that's his spot. I think you know he's has a broadcast future, but he's right over by us where we do our pre pregame show, and uh, we're always talking to him there. He's always got some joke or some you know smart comment like. Uh, what's he say, Bull? Is that the only suit you have? You know, I said, Joe, come on, I got three. You know, there's that type of banter that we have all the time. It's uh, and then you can't ever, uh, you know, complain about Thurl's uh, attire, right? That guy can light it up. He's a fashionista. I'm wondering. Uh, you know, we've heard about possibly going to Vegas and the quarantine and playing games and all that. Have you heard about any broadcast plans? You know, I haven't. Um, my guess would be if they're quarantined, then, 
you know, it'd probably PK be much, much run like summer league, the G League showcase, where probably a couple of the networks would have several of their broadcast teams. TNT, NBA TV, ABC, whatever it may be. I'm hoping, I'm selfish, I'm hoping we get a clean feed and maybe we get a chance to call games, um, which is a new norm possibly, and that is in a studio uh, off off a large monitor. Now, it's not my, you know, it's not my best scenario, but at least it gives everyone a chance to do a local broadcast on our regional network. But who knows how it's going to work out. I just hope we can play and play safely. But you hear, you know, rumblings of, you know, the 25 days that's needed, personal time to, you know, work yourself uh, privately uh, on treadmills and weights and running, and then you get together as a team and you start to practice uh, for 10 days. Uh, I don't think they mention any type of preseason basketball. It just basically be scrimmaging and then you – you go off to you know wherever uh, if it is Vegas sounds like uh, that seems to be where they're leaning if it, if it happens that way, but I'm not sure PK how far we are from that or how close. Again, I keep thinking every day that maybe we'll get some better news, and <clears throat> I know there's the need to to get back to work, but it's got to be the right time and the and the right you know the right situation. If you need help uh, calling games off monitors, I, I know people have experience with that, Bowler, and probably help you out <laughs> yeah. on that. I think I think actually you're right about that, that that's probably how it'll happen. I, I could see you being involved, but not going to Vegas. Because going yeah. to Vegas yeah. makes it more complicated, more people, more risk, more exposure. So no, but they're going to want all the local... Uh, drop-ins and all that stuff in the broadcast, and these regional sports networks are going to want the programming. So I, I would bet you are calling off a monitor somewhere. You know, I, I would hope that we get back involved in in some way uh, to help you know the Jazz and to help fans and just to kind of keep a local flavor to it. I know a lot of fans tell us you know sometimes it's interesting to hear a different perspective from the nat you know the national level, and I get that. Um, and uh, then I also heard the opposite too when I was at CBS and Fox. Is that ah, what do you guys know coming in? So it's 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 an interesting balance. But I I'm selfish. I would love to be involved somehow, some way, if it's possible. It may not be. You know, it may just not be. Uh, the focus may just be at the Thomas and Max and the Mac and the Comma and the uh, Cox Pavilion and uh, be a lot of basketball. I don't know how many games they would play. That would be the interesting part of it. Or if they would just again get into the playoffs as we see now the, the way that the uh, the top eight are seated. I don't know, guys. Do you think fans, I don't know what the, the league would want to do. They may not have an option, honestly, but if they do, they may want to play 10 games and try to see if someone can move up or down and reestablish themselves, or they may just jump right into the postseason. It's just going to be interesting, excuse me, interesting to see how it, how it plays out. So you're saying then, that if you're involved, likely from someplace in our community, calling the game and, and DJ talking about and referencing what he does with the soccer, he doesn't travel, so he calls them locally, uh, that they that's a possibility. Or the other possibility would be they would just have somebody or a group yeah. of people, whoever that might be from a national level, just calling games. You're not You're not saying that these games wouldn't be available for us to watch, right? No, not that I know of. No, I think probably you'd stack it. Um, and again, I haven't seen what the NBA's total plan is. I'm guesstimating, but 
they'll probably stack at PK. I'm guessing noons and two thirties and you know four thirty uh, five o'clock games, and they would rotate teams, and you would be able to watch your particular team on a given day uh, and stack it. Maybe, gosh, you know. Look what the NCAA tournament can do uh, when yeah, I was at that's CBS. Yeah, that's what compared to, right? For such a long period of time, it was just on CBS, and then it, you know, it's expanded out, and now you get a chance to see every team on four different channels. And I think that's kind of the same probably model uh, that the NBA would take. Craig Bowlerjack joined us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. But to be clear, this is bored Craig Bowlerjack sitting in his house imagining, as opposed to. Uh, TV people, uh, network people. That, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm no executive here by any means. It's just kind of, you know what, I've been asked the question a lot, and I, I kind of you know, I ponder my own thoughts, you know, why not? It's a, it's a long day sometimes, and I just kind of, actually, in my office here, I've, I've doodled more than ever just penciling ideas down, you know, on po- potential possibilities. I mean, I like to work, and I think you two do as well, right? I mean, that's why you're doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's what we do, and and it just doesn't feel right uh, not to be working, especially knowing that the playoffs would be starting this weekend, and the Jazz had just completed a, you know, the season on Tuesday night against Denver, and where would the Jazz be? Would it be a three, a four? Could they have made a jump to two? I mean, those are things we won't know, but we can always, you know, I guess there'll be an asterisk, obviously, on this season, 2019, 2019-2020 season. Um, but I know the league would like to play it out, and so would I. And I think all the fans would too. But I got to reiterate: it's got to be safe, and it's got to be right because you can't make a U-turn and come back and revisit this again. It's just—it just has to be done the right way. Speaking of reiteration, we had on Joe Ingles, and he reiterated <laughs> that the team is going to be fine, and that these two players want to win in Salt Lake. So he doesn't really know what else needs to be said. You know what? If Joe speaks, we listen. Um, I think Rudy stepping out and making the statement was awesome. And, you know, Donovan and, and Rudy are teammates that have obviously incredible abilities that complement one another in, in many different ways. And I, I personally, I would hope that they, they haven't already. And as Joe said, if maybe, you know, Rudy spoke for both of them. I think people want to see what, you know, Donovan's response would be. But that may not be Donovan's, you know, way of doing things. If they've they've handled it personally, privately, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and and if that's the case, and get back on the floor, and and they have the common goal as I think the entire state and region does, and that's to see the Jazz one day soon raise a trophy and take it down Main Street, all the way to St. George, by the way, PK, with you at the lead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> be a heck of a parade, wouldn't it? Take a couple of days, see, but it'd be worth it. I see PK with a trophy in one hand and a kazoo in the other on the front of some float headed down 89. I like it. Well, then, We're, you know, with a microphone also singing, I don't know, whatever, you know, his greatest hits and entertaining. We are the we, champions. We, yeah, we are the champions all the way, PK. All the way from outside the point of the mountain down to St. George. Hey, Levy, from, he's like, step on it. Let's get to Manti. There's nothing in between. Leaving Manti. Come on, pick up time. we got to be in Sterling on time. Let's go. Yeah, pick up the tempo. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, man. I just think yeah. that for a lot of jazz fans, and I, I told Joe this, and you can go listen to the interview at 1280thezone.com when you're killing time later today. Um, 
is that there is stuff that happened literally before Joe was born. And depending on uh, you know how old you are and how long you've been rooting for the Jazz, you remember different things that you thought were upsetting the apple cart forever. And this, I, I would think the longer you do it, the more you realize nothing upsets the apple cart forever. The whole roster right. is turning over in three years anyway because <laughs> it happens yeah. all the time. But it's still tough in the moment, especially with the star players. And I had someone tweet at me, what happened before Joe was born? I just tweeted back, well, Frank Layden versus Adrian Dantley. Oh, Bowler, yeah. Were you in town for oh, that, yeah. Bowler? That was the biggest yeah, the, thing. AD was the star. He was loved. Yeah, it was uh, Frank and, uh, you know, the Frank was put in a weird situation. He ran the show as president, general manager, handled the contracts, and that's danger when you have to face a player and then coach him after you have to negotiate a deal, and so there was bad vibes there between the two. So I remember that well. I'm not, I think it may have been 84, uh, a year or two before I got here, uh, but that's, that always echoed, though, as one of the most tenuous situations in Jazz franchise history. Obviously, making payroll was the number one, and the Dominique Wilkins um, draft that never really happened. <clears throat> and uh, Well, it did, but of course the Jazz uh, were able to sell that for what it was in a million dollars and actually keep the franchise afloat. Uh, Frank and Sam Battistone were trying to do all they could to keep the franchise in Salt Lake City and... Uh, you know, then again, is I think most people who are listening remember the days of, of um, the summertime um, back and forth, of course, with the late, great Larry Miller and Carl Malone. Um, you know, you guys, how many times did we have to have a summer where it was, you know, Carl saying, I'll never play for the Jazz or wear a uniform again, and those two would talk and get together and shed tears and <clears throat> all was right in jazz land. You almost expected it. So you make a great point. This happens on a lot of teams. I think sometimes the Jazz are better at keeping things, obviously, between themselves and in the locker room. But uh, someone wrote yesterday, uh, I think it was the ESPN column that I wrote, that with no basketball, no gyms, no planes, no hotels, there's really no time for these players to gather and work things out um, <clears throat> in, in normal circumstances, which makes sense. So you have to almost rely solely on social media or, you know, dialing somebody up on Zoom or Skype and trying to, you know, discuss things. But, hey, we're all living in different times right now. And it is it is more difficult in some ways uh, for these players unless they reach out. Uh, days can pass and all of a sudden weeks have gone by. And it's I told a friend of mine, there's guys in college I, I've lost touch with and I keep thinking I should call. And then after about a year, you think it's too late, then three years pass, and then all of a sudden you go, what's the use? So it's always good to maybe, you know, if you have an issue, do it as soon as you can because time passes. I think we're fine, and it's slow right now, but in reality, it, it passes much quicker than we think. Bowler, as always, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Have a good day. Keep busy. See you soon.